0: Good morning. If you've been following what's going on with the state and metro and the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority, you know there's a lot of open questions right now around funding for transportation projects in Northern Virginia. But putting that aside for a moment, we did get some good news this week. Loudon could, maybe, could be on track for more than $300 million in grants for road projects. For Friday, April 6th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Discover a nationally acclaimed academic program at Basis Independent McLean, a pre-K through grade 12 private school in Tyson's Corner. The expert teachers and globally recognized curriculum inspire students as they develop the knowledge, grit, and confidence they need to succeed in today's competitive world. Join them on April 9th or April 16th at 10.30 a.m. for a unique inside look with their head of school. Witness the interactive classrooms and experience the unparalleled learning environment. Learn more at basisindependent.com slash loudon or call seven. 702- 803 Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Well, the future of the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority's funding for transportation projects in our region remains murky. But... An early look at its first six-year plan shows Loudon could be on track to get more than $300 million in grants for seven major road projects. There are 62 transportation projects from across the region competing for funding in that plan. Last week, a committee of the Transportation Authority saw the results of the first run of a mathematical model that weighs the cost of these projects against their expected congestion relief. And based on the results of that calculation, seven of Loudoun's 12 proposed projects could rank high enough for funding from the authority. Those projects include widening Route 28, the Route 15 Bypass, and Dulles West Boulevard, extending Shellhorn Road East and extending Prentice Drive West to Loudon Station, and building an interchange at the Route 7 and Battlefield Parkway intersection. Collectively, those projects are estimated to cost more than $586 million. The county has applied for almost $329 million in funding from the authority for those projects. However, this good news does come with some caveats. First of all, as I said, this is an early look. As Supervisor Ralph Bona pointed out to the Board of Supervisors at the meeting Tuesday, this ranking does not reflect every factor that the authority takes into account when they're doing their final run ranking projects. For example, the authority in its final run gives more weight to a project that's already partway finished. But of course, the big caveat is about how much the authority will have for funding at all. Basically, they ranked these projects then drew a line where they thought they were going to run out of money for funding projects, but we don't really know how much money the authority is going to have this year. The General Assembly this year passed a bill that fills Virginia's share of Metro's funding gap, mostly by redirecting that money from the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority. That bill passed with nearly unanimous support from both chambers of the state legislature, including every Loudoun representative except Senator Richard Black and Delegate Dave LaRock, and it redirects an estimated $108 million to Metro and away from the authority. Governor Ralph Northam has said he will offer amendments to that bill and hinted that they will restore some or most of that funding to the authority. He has until Monday to file those changes and give the General Assembly another shot at this. Northern Virginia Transportation Authority staff plan to publish the rankings after the authorities meeting April 12th and open the project up to public comment from April 13th to May 20th with a public hearing May 10th. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, your cell phone probably went off yesterday, and not just because all listeners to the Morning Minute are very popular people. Anyone with a cell phone in Loudoun County should have gotten a test of the new regional wireless emergency alerts system between 10 and 11 in the morning Thursday. You would have noticed the loud noise and accompanying text message. Loudoun is one of more than a dozen jurisdictions in the capital region that participated in the country's first live regional test of that alert system. During that test, cell phones should have buzzed and shown the following message quote, A test of the Loudoun County Wireless Emergency Alert System, no action required. End quote. You do not have to sign up for these types of alerts to get them. These types of alerts go to anyone who has a cell phone that can receive these messages and which is located near cell towers in the message target area. Since the wireless emergency alert system was first launched back in 2012, it has been used 33,000 times across the country to warn people of dangerous weather, missing children, and other critical situations. County leaders would like to know whether it worked for you. There's a link to a survey on the program in the story on our website. John Miller, the man sentenced to a year in jail for two misdemeanor convictions and the death of the infant Tristan Schultz in a crosswalk in Lansdowne, has been granted work release. Under the terms of the release, you can leave the adult detention center for no more than 14 hours per day to work. He is a golf instructor. The sheriff's office found he met all the necessary criteria for that release, and he has no prior criminal history. Inmates participating in the work release program must have supervised employment. The employer must sign the agreement to adhere to the rules and regulations of the program, and inmates are required to obtain their own source of transportation to and from work. And Ron Campbell, Leesburg Town Council member and candidate for mayor, is calling on the Loudoun County Democratic Committee to stop requiring its members to pledge to support only Democratic candidates. Campbell has created an online petition that calls the LCDC's pledge in its membership application a form of suppressing an individual's right to vote. He said he only started this petition after he asked to talk to the committee about his reasons for running as an independent rather than rejoining the party, but was denied. Back in 2016, Campbell sought and won the Democratic Committee's endorsement for his race for town council. He's now running for mayor against incumbent Kelly Burke, who has been endorsed by the Democrats. As of yesterday morning, 21 people had signed the petition. Among those is Gwen Pangle, who ran unsuccessfully as an independent for town council in a special election in February. Campbell says he wants to take the politics out of local elections. The town council and mayoral races are nominally nonpartisan, but most candidates still seek the endorsement of one of the local parties, and candidates running as independents have not historically been as successful. Loudoun County Democratic Committee Chairman Al Neverez said Campbell has a campaign strategy, and part of that strategy is to act as though the Democratic Party didn't give him a fair shake. The policy, it should be said, is fairly standard among local political committees. The Loudoun County Republican Committee also asks members to take a similar pledge to support Republicans. But Campbell said whether or not either party changes its rules, he hopes the petition brings attention to the issue about making local races truly nonpartisan. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, read about the Christmas tree farmers fighting to eliminate a tax they pay on every tree they sell. It's at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, there's a lot. Let's talk music. Gary Turbush is playing Green Hill Winery and Vineyard at 4 p.m. low Legends are playing Blind Coffee Bar at 6. Paul Tangren is playing Bogatti Winery also at 6. It's Disco Night with the Groove Train at tallyho Theater at 7. Ooh. And just south of 7, that's the name of the band, is playing McDowell Brew Kitchen at 8. If none of that suits you, the Ballet Theater of Ashburn and Gin Dance Company are performing at the Franklin Park Arts Center in Percival at 7.30. And, of course, it is First Friday in Leesburg, so there will be music just everywhere. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, set up a nationwide emergency alert that shows up on your phone, whether you like it or not, every time there's a new episode, to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. and It'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great weekend and have a great day.